Welcome back to another episode of Karen All Talks Fashion. This week, we have Allie King on the podcast. She is a former editor-in-chief at KRNL Lifestyle and Fashion, and we have worked with her for so long since the beginning of my freshman year, 2018. And she is now a web art director for Content Mode Magazine based out of Los Angeles, And she's going to be talking to us about all the cool people she gets to interview, all these famous actors and actresses, and she shares all of her neat Fashion Week stories pre-pandemic in February. So stay tuned and let's get into it. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode Mm -hmm. of Colonel Talks Fashion. This is Rachel Courtney. And this is Rachel Porter. And today is a good day because we are talking to Allie King. She has been working at Colonel since her freshman year, right? Uh, Late freshman, early sophomore. Yes. So all throughout my time at KRNL, she has been there and she is a recent graduate. So we are going to hear from her today about what has been going on in her life, how graduating in the middle of the pandemic was (laughs) so let's just get into it um Allie do you want to introduce yourself tell us where you're from and what your major was at UK sure um like she said I'm Allie and I am from Lexington Kentucky so where UK is and um I majored in journalism at UK with a minor in business and yeah, so I've pretty much just been in Lexington my entire life and finally we'll be moving soon. So that's exciting. And so talk about your journalism major, like what made you get into that? Because journalism, I feel like is changing nowadays. So mm-hmm. how long yes. from when you started and t- up until now? So when I was little, this is like starting very early. When I was little, the very first show that I watched because I had the DVD set was Gilmore Girls. And I only had a DVD player in my room, no like cable or anything. So the main character in that show, I don't know if you guys have watched it. She like, it's her growing up and wanting to be a journalist. So that was like early on, like exactly what I wanted to do. I wanted to be like Rory Gilmore, which so many people will say that when you ask them why they got into journalism, especially people who got into journalism and don't actually want to be journalists. It's like fashion like people, me. like with Carrie Bradshaw. I'm like, well, I watch Sex and the City, so um, yeah, I'm going to be Carrie Bradshaw. <laughs> right, exactly. So that was like early on, and then I kind of, I would say that was like middle school, and then kind of in high school, and then early college, it didn't seem like feasible. It didn't seem like a realistic goal. Like everyone, even when you have guest speakers in college, in the journalism college, they always say like, you have to be very passionate about it because you don't get paid anything. And like, it's very much a lifestyle and you're working long hours. And it just didn't seem, I had also never been a big writer because I was always, all I did in high school was sports. So when I got to college, I was so undecided. I had no idea what I wanted to do. I thought about nursing. I thought about education. And then finally I switched to education because I've always worked with kids and loved it. And about three classes in, I realized it wasn't for me, Um, which I still worked in an elementary school and I still love kids, but I just realized like that isn't what I wanted to do with my life. So then I switched to business and it only took about an hour for me to realize that business wasn't my thing either. And (laughs) so finally I was talking to my sister, um, my middle sister, Annie, and she was just like, you've always loved this, this, and this, and you can make a 
career out of that. And I was like, okay, like, are you sure? It doesn't like none of my sisters did it. No one in my family does it. And I was like, that's just like what Rory does in a TV show. Like it's not what real people do. Um, but then finally I did it and I switched to journalism and I don't know, like I have a very complicated relationship with it because I almost am like a fan. Like I don't feel like a journalist myself, which is silly, but like right from the start in journalism 101, we were talking about like the constitution and like the laws that like um, relate to journalism. And like, I just am so interested in that. Like I'm, I'm obsessed with the industry, I guess is what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. So even though I like graduated and I don't want to be like hard news, I don't want to work for LEX 18 or anything like that. I'm just such a fan of the industry and so interested by it and fascinated by people who do like spend their entire life doing like investigative journalism and stuff like that. Or like the stories about the Pentagon papers, like everything like that interests me so much that I loved journalism college because it just fascinated me, but also I'm not what you would consider like a journalist, right. if that makes sense. So a big part of your time at UK was KRNL. So talk yeah. about how you started at KRNL and how you got editor-in-chief your senior year. Okay, so I actually started, I think it was my sophomore year, the beginning of my sophomore year. I knew the girl who worked for KRNL and did social media, Christina Rosen. Um, I think she graduated before you guys met her, but she was my best friend and roommate's big in Kappa. So she finally, I had like started working for Odyssey and writing a little bit like that. Um, and she finally was just like, you need to come work for KRNL. And the very first semester that I did it, nothing matched up with my schedule. So I couldn't go to any meetings because I had classes during every single one. And so I was just like on the emails. But then finally, when I like got into the office and met May May, she was like, you're hired as a designer for the newspaper. And I was like, I don't have Adobe on my computer. I don't know what you're talking about. And so I started writing for the lifestyle section. I got to like cover Tiffany Haddish coming to campus, which I thought was cool. Um, I wrote the story when James C took place with Fig Leaf and Chevy Chase. And so I was like getting to write about things that I really liked. And at the same time, sitting with May May for hours, learning how to play stories in a newspaper, which was completely different than anything I ever thought I did, but was really interesting to me and like really fun. Um, so then after I had been designing at the newspaper, I finally like got to meet Jill, who was editor in chief before me. And, um, like that semester, I kind of got to work a little bit more on some of the pages in the magazine. And then, um, I started editing the blogs for KRNL, which was, it was a completely different time. Like we had three blog editors um, and I think seven writers. So um, I'm so organized. I have such like a type A brain that I immediately went into like recruiting new writers and um, organizing the schedule and like getting on, what's that website called that we use? Trello. Trello, thank you. I haven't used it in forever. Getting on Trello and like getting that blog page organized and it ended up becoming a hot mess, but I understood it and that was all that mattered to me. And then 
that was the year that we started incorporating the lifestyle section into the magazine. So we went from 40 something pages to a hundred and started including actual like journalistic content. Um, and so since I was blog editor and I was definitely putting in the most work just because I was insane and really interested in it. Um, I was the one who kind of picked the blogs that went into it and edited them and worked with the writers. And I think just because I was so interested in it and at this point, no one's getting paid because this magazine is just now starting really. And I think just cause I was so interested in it. That's kind of why Jill and May May thought that I could come on as lifestyle editor. So, and then from there, I just stuck my nose in everything and eventually got to be editor in chief by learning like the design side as well. So talk about your experience as editor in chief last year. It was the best experience of my life. And I think I'll say that until the day I die, because you just learn so much more by working than you do in a classroom. And that's why I like people talk about getting their masters and stuff. And all I want to do is work because at KRNL, like I learned, I literally knew nothing. I didn't even have Adobe on my computer, like I said. And now I work for a startup magazine in LA doing design with Adobe every single day. So, I mean, just from that perspective, like, obviously, it was the best part of my life. But then also, it's such a learning experience, which I'm sure you guys are realizing now, like, making all the decisions for a magazine and having may maybe like, I mean, you're editor in chief. So it's your call. And just like knowing that some of them are going to be wrong. Mm -hmm. Like that aspect at the time broke me. I was like, I know what I want and I'm saying no to things that are good because I know what I want. And looking back, I mean, there are things that I would change, but in the end, like the decisions that we made during the semester, it all paid off now, obviously, since we are getting awards and being nationally recognized. So, and just like surrounding, getting to hire a team and surrounding myself with people that not only I want to work with, but like I'm learning from like Kindle is a 12 times better designer than me than I'll ever be. And, and like crazy at the time, be better than me and I'm the one hiring her. And then like sitting next to her, I'm watching her do her thing. And I'm like constantly learning. So it was just a really fun year. And so talk about how, Colonel or Karenel helped you land the super cool fashion week internship. Okay. So you guys have had Sydney Nash on the podcast, correct? Yes. That's what I figured. She, as listeners, I guess we'll know, like she worked for Karenel before we did. Like I never worked with her. I think that was the year that I couldn't go to any meetings, but she still worked there. But she texted Maymay one day and was like, we need interns at the magazine she works for so I met her through content mode and then so she hooked me up with that gig and then she also hooked me up with the fashion week gig and it was literally just she met someone at a girl boss rally in LA one time when she went and they stayed in touch and that girl needed an intern and she knew that I was hardworking and I had never done anything like fashion week before and she they still were able to bring me on and pay me to come to New York and work and it was just connections 
Like, even though we're in Kentucky, like, there are still connections all around the country for us. What shows did you work at? So, I worked for Jonathan Simkai. Um, yes, he is amazing. And since I'm not, I mean, I am fashion-oriented. Like, I do follow stuff. But, like, I knew very little about him going into it. Um, and I actually went with Brittany, who was our creative director at the time. And she was doing a completely different internship than me. So she was working multiple shows and I was working with one designer. So the entire week we worked basically the week of they do model casting. Um, so we worked on model casting, doing fittings, finishing the final touches on the clothes, um, making sure everything is prepared, like organized and prepared to move to the showroom for the day of. And just, I mean, it's 8 a.m. to the latest we stayed was 2 a.m. one night just working and it's it's fascinating and I got to do all the organizing which is what I love to do so it was super fun. (laughs) Did you get to go to any of the after parties? (laughs) Yes so we went to Brittany and I went to Jonathan some guys after party and it was I mean exactly what you would think at a um, what was the hotel called? Shoot. I did a story on them one time. I'll remember it later. But it was at a fancy hotel with an open bar and New York people and LA people and everyone there's, you know, made of money. And then there's me and my she and dress just like trying to fit in. Me at the but, open bar being like, oh my God, free, free. <laughs> right. It was and like got to bring Brittany, who didn't work for him. And also it was just like going into that week, I was so panicked because like I was working with people who actually work in the fashion industry and like I was afraid that they were going to say some sort of like clothing item that I like didn't know what it meant like cufflinks or something but I know what cufflinks are but something like that and I was just going to completely make a fool of myself but even like Jonathan himself was the kindest soul I'd ever met and like thankful to all the interns learned our names like everyone I worked with was just so nice that it was I mean it made you way less intimidated to go into the industry afterwards, if that makes sense. Yeah, for sure. Because I feel like the fashion industry can be super, super intimidating. But I've also worked with Sydney and she told me that actually it's a very small world. Yeah, well, and she, yeah, she knew one, I think she even lives with one of the girls who doesn't work for Jonathan, but worked that week for him like came in as a New York assistant that week for him and I thought that was crazy because it's not like she got her that gig she just also did it so Mm -hmm. and yeah it's it felt like such a small world and also it's really nice especially like when you're a senior and you're scared about the rest of your life to see that everyone else is freaking out too like even there like everyone's just trying to figure it out as they go along and you could definitely see that so like we were getting buttons on the day of the show like going to the store to buy buttons for the clothing wow yeah um so you had a really neat experience at fashion week but you are also currently doing something really cool talk about um the magazine you work at how you landed that and kind of what you do for them okay so sydney Like I said, she's basically paved the way for me. 
<laughs> she brought me on as an assistant for her at Content Mode. So she was doing interviews and all of the publishing for the website, which is just a lot, especially with her working a full-time job. So I went on, um, I think it was October of my senior year. I started as the just basic, like base level intern. I was doing the publishing of the layouts with very little creative freedom, just doing what they wanted, like downloading pictures, publishing them, um, but dying to do it. Like I was so excited because they interview like huge names, up and coming actors. And I was just like shocked that I could get a byline on that. So I worked for, or I did that for a really long time. And then after graduation, or I started to get a little bit more creative freedom. Like uh, my boss would start to trust me a little more to do the layouts myself and not be directed as much. Um, like she would feel comfortable just like sending me the stuff and letting me make what I make out of it. Um, and then like after graduation is when she allowed me to start doing interviews. So it's very new, but I've gotten to interview. Let me look at the list. Charlotte, um, my personal favorite. Who? Charlotte Lawrence. Oh, that was that was my favorite too, because I'm so into music and that was the first interview. I didn't get to interview her, but I did the cover art and stuff. And that was the first interview for the culture section, which we were launching. So yeah, I mean, it was a dream because she's like one of my favorite artists, but the people that I've gotten to interview, there's only four, five soon, but Jack Dylan Grazer, who is the little, the boy from it, the movie, um he's the one who has like the medical issues or he thinks he does um Sadie Stanley who did the Kim Possible reboot she's in a new Netflix original called The Sleepover and I got to interview her um Annie Stark was just in Ratchet that new Netflix show I just I finished that, that today you finish it? yes it's really it is insane um and then Angelica Betty Fellini who is in Teenage Bounty Hunters so uh, a lot of net like up and coming actors, but also it's kind of cool because I get early screenings of shows. So that's been like the most exciting part. I mean, not the most exciting part, but one of the really exciting parts about it. Yeah, that's awesome. That yeah. is so neat. Yeah, so it's been really fun. And it's um, a startup magazine, so it is not like a career yet. But I think the way the magazine's going, it will one day be like big enough to where it can be my career but right now I'm just doing that um and I'm lucky to just be living at home so that I can be focusing my time on that but yeah very exciting things coming with that soon when and where is it published so it's an online magazine and it's just published like content published probably four times a week so it's on contentmode.com so would you move to LA or Chicago or New York um, my first goal is to get to Chicago, but when this magazine, like if it ever does become big enough to where it like is my career, like a salary job, then I would say New York or LA. It's based out of LA. So probably that, but if I could choose, it wouldn't be LA. It would be New York, um, which they do shoots all over the world. Like they do shoots in Japan too. So just depends on where I could do my work from, but everything is going remote. So I don't know that it would even matter. <laughs> Are you working with like a smaller team? 
Yeah. Yeah. It's a really small team. My boss is, she works as the editor in chief and creative director of this. And then she also is a freelance stylist. So um, I would say that there's probably six of us who consistently work on the magazine, but mainly me and my boss and then a couple other photographers. So. So when you say you're a startup magazine, you guys have already done pretty well getting these guests, these up and coming actors and actresses. What is the process for doing that? Or like what position of the magazine is in charge of finding the guests? Right. So that's my boss, um, Deborah. She is, she has connections everywhere. She lives in LA and she's a freelance stylist, like I said. So she has so many different connections with like PR agencies and stuff that she works with to get these guests. But I mean, yeah, she's been getting like, or in talks with like huge people that I can't say, but like, um, she just has such good connections and people are willing to do people favors for a little bit of publicity. So it's been going well. What is the process like going into the interview? Like, tell me, how you're feeling, like, how do you prepare for it? Do you research the guests ahead of time? Yeah, so with this, it is the majority of the time through email, which is very different, and my social anxiety loves that, Um, but a lot of times, I'll get screeners ahead of time, and I'll usually have, like, a week or two to watch the show, and then kind of do a deep dive into the actor, because I've only done actors and actresses so far, to do a deep dive into their, like, previous work so with Jack Dylan Grazer I got to watch his new HBO series We Are Who We Are um and then kind of dive deeper into like he was an it and everything else that he's worked on um so I'll usually like kind of write my thoughts down as I watch the series and then do a little bit of research like to their background like um he's very involved in like this acting school that he went to and he um sponsors a scholarship for two people to go to that school every year. And so kind of just getting information like that and finding out what's important to the actors. Um, and then, yeah, just, it, they're pretty short interviews. It's usually like 12, 13 questions. And then sometimes we'll do like fun, like quick questions at the end, but most of the time it's through email. So it's a lot easier. Mm-hmm. For sure. Do you see yourself doing this for, you know, the rest of your career or like, do you see yourself always working in a magazine? Yeah, I think, because that's what I love, like, even, like, people say print's dying, and I still get 12 magazines to me a month, just because I'm obsessed with the design, like, I just, there's so much more than, like, news, which obviously no one goes to a magazine for their hard news, but, like, you all obviously know, with that much space in a magazine, and I'm talking, like, print, like, online, you have all the space in the world, but with a print magazine, I really like the storytelling aspect to it. Like if you read like a Vogue article, that's like their cover feature. It's not going to say like Lady Gaga's new album comes out on October 12th. It's going to say she walked down the stairs in her satin robe into her garden where she sat and drank her peach martini looking glorious. And like you're there all of a sudden. And I love that about a magazine. I love that the entire thing is just more like immersive. So I would love to do magazines for the rest of my life. And especially what I'm doing right now, like I said, it's more storytelling. It's less like trying to figure out the juicy gossip and more like, where did this actor come from and how 
like why are they so passionate about this movie like which is the kind of stuff that I like best tell me if this if this is how you felt but I feel like working at KRNL is so fun and it gives you like such a high just because the work is great and you're surrounded by great people and it makes you like want to stay in print is that how oh. I felt? like I feel like I'm gonna be really depressed like, when I don't ever want to <laughs> work a remote job yeah yeah like, no that is exactly how I felt I was so obsessed especially with our team like we didn't start with nothing because we had the 40 50 page magazine that we were working with before and like the fashion was very much like we could do that with our eyes closed especially like like you all were able to just go get clothes like you knew exactly what you were doing and with our team, I feel like it was just so collaborative. And like, if six of us ever ended up in the office at the same time, like something cool was coming out of it, whether it was like a lookbook idea or the idea for this podcast or um, something to change on the website or social media or like feature for someone on campus. Like it was so fun to just like randomly be together and have Brittany decide that she wants to do a body image shoot and then all of a sudden it's like now we're working with someone to recruit models and then all of a sudden it's happening and we are doing it like on a random Saturday we're up at 6 a.m shooting that project and now everyone's looking at it it's just so cool to like like when we when you all graduate and like when I get a different job like you're gonna start off at the very bottom of the food chain and you're gonna be like very much learning from other people but at KRNL it was so like if you want to do this like we're going to figure out a way to make it work and make it good which I just I love I love that so much so tell us you can talk about graduating during the pandemic and then tell us about post-grad life how that's going okay so graduating during the pandemic was not fun because and I hate to like complain because I have it so good like the fact that I'm living with my parents and like not paying rent is so privileged and so generous and but like we worked so hard from May of 2019 until March of 2020 on that magazine and then the second it was time to celebrate we were off campus yeah so and like you all know but listeners won't that I like woke up worked KRNL worked my internship at content mode went to school worked a part-time job came home did homework went to bed repeat Mm -hmm. and so finally my time to like celebrate like all the hard work like walk across the stage and make people come to my graduation party and like celebrate the launch of the magazine and do our scene or our um like banquet all of that got canceled and I was like okay <laughs> like all of a sudden I'm just living at home doing nothing um but all that aside like we didn't miss too much because like I still got to go to fashion week that was like two weekends before which was so lucky um but then I think just like the worst part about it was the world paused and like eventually it unpaused and like you all went back to school and people who work in offices went back to their offices and I was like wait 
was I supposed to be doing something this whole time? Because I thought there was a pandemic. (laughs) And so I think that just for people who graduated in 2020, the like start to get back to normal, I feel like has been harder because it's like, we didn't know when it was going to happen and we thought that the pandemic was going to end and then it would happen but instead we're just learning to live with the pandemic mm-hmm. so I don't know I'm definitely luckier than most yeah, but also some things are just sad oh sorry I keep interrupting <laughs> you're not okay because there's a lot of people I know who just graduated and are still just living with their parents figuring their life out like nobody is hiring like so everybody is in this right together, and you can't blame yourself Right. Well, and like, it's been nice. Like, like I said, I always worked and I love working like, and I can't wait to get back to it. But like, I'm so close with my family that staying at home for a summer and getting to like live with my parents that they're at home and my sister's here and just like waking up in the morning and like having coffee with my dad watching the news or like getting to like sit down at the dinner table with my family at night is like such a unique thing that I'm getting to do when most people I feel like move graduate move and then like don't do that again you know so I'm enjoying it like I really am having fun and getting to take time and like work on myself which sounds so cheesy but like Mm -hmm. I didn't work out in college I didn't have time and like finally I have time and it's kind of nice for sure yeah well thank you so much Allie for taking the time to talk with us today um we'll do our closing and then just stay on um we end every episode with a life hack which is really fun so Allie what life hack do you have for the listeners okay this has been stressing me out the most because I feel like I don't have any but are they usually like serious or silly they're they're usually silly like serious but random random like some people will tell us their favorite restaurant or like their favorite okay just like stuff like that Okay, then mine's going to be really random, but I'm going with it. <laughs> it's so random. I hate it. Fine. I even texted my sisters and was like, what's the life hack that we do? And they were like, we don't. So this is what I'm going with. And it's a Christmas present that I got last year. My sister got me a cold brew maker. And it has changed my life. So that's going to be my life hack because it was off Amazon. I think she- it was like maybe 16 bucks and you can make your own cold brew. It's so easy. And I've saved so much money on coffee. So that's what I'm going with. Buy your own cold brew maker and make your own cold brew. I love that. You know, it's kind of funny, but I've never had cold brew. I only drink hot coffee and I've never tried any iced coffee or mm-hmm. cold brew. Really? Do not like hot coffee. I love both, but it's a seasonal thing for me. Like in the summer, I always wake up and have hot coffee every day. But in the summer around three or when I'm done, like with lunch and stuff, it's necessary to have a cold brew. So like the, yeah, the mid afternoon. Probably saved me hundreds of dollars. Okay. Tell the listeners where they can find you on Instagram. (laughs) You can follow me at AllieKing6 or at AllieKingMedia. Yay. Yay. Well, thank you so much, Allie. Yeah. Thank you. It's nice to talk to you. You're welcome. This was fun. I can't wait to see the magazine. Yes, guys. Make sure (laughs) you 
to look be on the lookout for it because it's another good one <laughs> keep getting better and better <laughs>